I think I've shared with you before that I, I like to listen to audiobooks and uh, podcasts. I do it pretty much every day. Uh, in fact, some of you ask, you know, now that I have to go to Providence on Mondays and Tuesdays to the diocesan office, uh, many people say, oh, you must uh, not like to commute. And, and actually, I like it because it gives me more time to listen. Uh, we should always be learning and feeding our minds with good things. So yesterday I finished listening to what I thought was a very, very profound, uh, very insightful, and even very touching book. Uh, it's by New York Times columnist David Brooks. His new book is called How to Know a Person. How to Know a Person. Uh, again, I would encourage you to read it or listen to it, because I think it's a really important message for our time. And I want to read you a quote from, from the book. He says... There is one skill that lies at the heart of any healthy person, family, school, community organization, or society. The ability to see someone else deeply and make them feel seen. To accurately know another person, to let them feel valued, heard, and understood. It's very... Very powerful. There's one skill he says that's important. The ability to see someone else deeply, to make them feel seen, to accurately know another person, to let them feel valued, heard, and understood. At the time of our Lord, leprosy was a scourge. It was a curse. For any person to have leprosy, was one of the most horrible things that could happen. You were basically cut off from society. You weren't allowed in the temple to worship God. You were basically isolated from the community, from the human family. And so Jesus restores this man. He heals him. And by healing him, he enables this man now to enter into the temple to worship God again. And he, he reconnects this man with the human family, with the human community. Very powerful. And notice this man comes to Jesus and he says, I want to be made clean because he was considered unclean. And so now he's made clean and he can worship God in the temple and be connected with this human family again. But the gospel tells us that Jesus was moved with pity. He was moved with pity. What does it mean? It means that our Lord's heart was very touched by this man's plight. Our Lord's heart was touched by this man's suffering. In other words, Jesus saw deeply into this man's soul. He saw this man. He valued this man. He let this man feel loved. He saw him. And then he restored him, reconnected him with the Lord and with his human family, community. It's a very powerful gospel. Now, what does it mean for us? Well, when you pray, I know you all pray. We're here at Mass. We all pray. Some, some of us, we all pray differently, but we all pray 
Oftentimes when we go to pray, we just start talking to God. But what if we took a different approach? And when we began our prayer particularly, if we took a few moments to be aware of the fact that Jesus is gazing upon you with profound love, that he's looking into your heart and soul as he looked at this man, that he sees you, that he loves you, that he values you, that he cherishes you, that he wants to heal you and restore you, bring you to life. What if we prayed that way, where we became deeply aware of the fact that Jesus knows me, He knows me, and he gazes upon me with love. That would change the way that we pray, because we become deeply aware of the fact that I am loved by God, and he's drawing me more deeply into that relationship with him. And then something beautiful happens when we do that. When we become aware of God's love, his gaze upon us, that he looks upon us with mercy and love and tenderness, what begins to happen is we then bring that gaze into our daily life. So we begin to look upon others as the Lord looks upon us with love and tenderness and mercy and compassion, just as Jesus looked upon this leper and saw his dignity and beauty and healed him, we begin to bring that same gaze, that same look into our daily life. Lent begins Wednesday. So I want to give us all maybe a a pre-Lenten challenge. We all have our Lenten disciplines, the things that we're thinking about doing. But I want to challenge us all this Lent. Let's be more attentive to one another. Let's be more attentive to people in our daily lives. Let's look at people in the eyes. Let's see their humanity and their dignity. Let's look upon them with love and mercy and compassion. Let's get to know people, to know their story, to know other people and their hearts and their dignity. You know, we live in a culture that's immersed in technology. It oftentimes leads to isolation. We're disconnected from people. We're immersed in our own lives. I see this. If you drive on the highway, you see it. It's a horrible experience these days as you're driving and someone's driving behind you 90 miles an hour, swerving into your lane because they're texting so focused on themselves, not caring about the dignity of life around them. Let's decide to look at one another and to value one another. The way we can do that is to become aware of God's gaze upon us when we pray. So two things for this Lent. When you pray, become aware of the Lord's look of love upon you. And then bring that love into your daily life. The same gaze that Christ has upon us, bring that into your daily life and value people, cherish people, 
get to know their hearts and their dignity. Because when we do that, we lift people up.